0: podcast where we talk about every single Eurovision song before Eurovision. I have with me the host of the podcast, Jeroen, who has listened to every single Eurovision song and made notes on every single Eurovision song. And I am Mira and I have listened to None of the Eurovision, well now I've listened to three.
1: In each episode we will be listening to a song from this year's Eurovision Song Contest lineup and Mira will be hearing it for the first time. We will share our first thoughts, we will make some jokes about these songs and we will kind of try and predict whether this is going to do well at the contest. What we are going to do for this episode?
0: What are we going to do for this episode? We're going to
1: keep it local.
0: Are we going to talk about Blanche?
1: Ah, so you've heard about Blanche.
0: Of course I've heard about Blanche. It's all over the news. Like, you keep saying, like, oh, you're not supposed to know anything, but sometimes there's Eurovision stuff on the news, and I watch the news.
1: Well, the reason that, you know, we have to get Belgium out of the way, of course, is because uh, that's where we live. And I want to make sure that you do not accidentally... Discover what this song sounds like before I make you listen to it on the podcast. So here's a question. Have you heard Blanche's song? I've not. That's good, because that's what we're here to talk about. Now, who's Blanche, you may ask? A girl. As has become tradition, the Walloon delegation selects artists on odd years, and Flanders selects them on even years. Such as last year, uh, Flanders, that is a Flemish, uh, Dutch-speaking part of the country, we selected Laura Tesoro.
0: It was was from our neck of the woods. She's uh, uh, an Antwerp gal.
1: And this year, uh, we're throwing the reins over to the RTBF, the Walloon broadcaster, to select their uh, choice, uh, to select the Belgian representative. And they've found a good little trick, a little hack on how to how to play the Eurovision game, which is that for the last three times, and I'm counting this year, uh, they've selected an artist from the lineup of popular television program The Voice. <laughs> this year the pick is Ellie Delvaux, or known by her stage name Blanche, and I just gotta say both of those are really good names.
0: Those are very good names.
1: The stage name is like Blanche, yeah, it's cool, but Ellie Delvaux, also a really good name. Mm Mm-hmm. Like...
0: I like Blanche because, you know, that opens it up to the joke of like, oh, I I hope people vote for her so she can depend on the kindness of strangers. Like in a streetcar named Desire.
1: That's a good point. just opens up the the road for those many streetcar named desire jokes.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, you just know that every dad is gonna make that joke.
1: Yeah, but the good part is that streetcar named desire is really the most popular movie in Moldova, so that's really gonna work out pretty well. I've I've mentioned the the, the split that Belgian has going on. We've talked about it last year, but it does mean that there's like a kind of subtle battle going on between Flanders and Wallonia. We both kind of want to win Eurovision and our our only winner Sandra Kim was was a a, a Wallonian representative. Oh, um, we balloon.
0: We are still salty about that one. No, we
1: really like her and oh, we she's re- the best. we're really proud of that, but we just just if we ever win again, we kind of want Flanders to do it cuz you know, then things will be equal. We do
0: want that glory. But Wallonia's
1: been getting better and better and better in 2013. They sent Roberta Bellarossa, who got 12th place with Love Kills. Then in 2015, they sent Loic Nottet, uh, who got 4th place the best song. with Rhythm Inside. And in 2017, they're sending Blanche with City Lights. And here's the thing. Belgium has somehow, these last two years, become a sort of Eurovision powerhouse. Our name because we've been doing
0: real well.
1: Our name is now called uh, among among the greats. We're like one of the countries to watch. And that's really that's a really weird feeling.
0: Yeah, because people fucking hate Eurovision here. People, oh, people aren't people, Yeah, people
1: aren't crazy about Eurovision in, up in Belgium. Well,
0: people spit
1: bile. People people get get mad.
0: Like legit get mad. If you read like the comment section on any Facebook news post about Eurovision, it's just uh people who are so mad and people who just want oh, they just wanted cancelled because I hate it.
1: I say eyes are on Belgium, but that's not really true because before this song was released, we were. It's, it's not like our odds at the bookmakers were very high. It's not like people were like, Belgium, put your money on Belgium because they're going to do well the way that Sweden is always like really high up in the odds. They were
0: not a safe bet beforehand.
1: No, yeah, exactly. Um, but within a day of this song's reveal, Belgium in the ranking shot up to second place. Holy shit. In the ranking. What?! Uh, we have, uh, at the time when I wrote these notes, we had settled firmly into, uh, the fourth position in the betting odds. Um, but as we know, everything will only really fall into place after the semifinals or when we see a performance. But
0: this Uh, is still pretty cool.
1: Enough of this preamble. Let's get down to business.
0: Let's get to the amble.
1: And yeah, let's get to the amble. And let's listen to Blanche and City Lights. Representing Belgium
0: pep yeah just a little more pep in that step i could have used the the key change i could have used
1: a belt i think you're thinking with your eurovision glasses right now i've got
0: my eurovision glasses all the way on
1: you bring up a point um it sounds very good as like a as like a track but Yeah, it's like a good lo-fi beat. But the question is, like, how does this translate to a live performance, which is what Eurovision is all about? Yeah,
0: it's not very peppy.
1: She's got that, that low register voice going on, and it's also like, how easy is that to replicate? In your live stadium environment,
0: mm-hmm. there's a
1: lot of maybes here. It's a
0: very, very good song.
1: It's very good, but it is it is risky. Oh, how is she gonna do it? I'm so excited.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that we're sending something good.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's no shame in this, you know? There's no like, oh no, this might go really wrong. I'm just like, yeah, it's actually just it's a good just song. It's just a good song. So no I problem love, there.
0: I love all those little beeps and boops in there. Yeah, it
1: sounds, oh, it's, well, oh, it's, it's so mm, well put, so put together. My
0: ASMR is popping off right now yeah, with that song. It's very good.
1: It's a good arrangement of, of background sounds. It builds well, despite <laughs> staying within that same low range, right? Like, there's still a build-up in the song.
0: There's still a build-up in the song. Could he use her to just really work
1: it out on her voice? But obviously, it doesn't mean uh, that if, if you have, you know, three choruses sung the same way in your studio version that that's exactly what you'll do at eurovision it's happened numerous times that people did like you know did the riffs at eurovision but kept the studio version low-key and clean and just the basic version
0: but i was jamming on this so hard this is such a good song
1: yeah exactly like if you had played this this to me
0: if you had played this for me outside of a Eurovision context, mm-hmm. context, I would have been like, oh, what's this? this I like this. This is, this is my jam.
1: I think also, yeah, it, it, it's... And I it's, love, it.
0: by the way, I love any song that says the words danger zone, because it's so funny, the two words next to each other, danger zone. It, you can never say that without thinking about Highway 2, the danger zone. Highway to the danger zone.
1: That I don't have that reference, so.
0: You don't have Highway to the Danger Zone.
1: It sounds familiar, but it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I just really like this. the words "danger zone."
1: They're good words. Inherently funny, and they, and they are they are funny words.
0: It's the thing. It's very atmospheric and 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 moody like the aesthetic of the video and the sound maybe the aesthetic of like her look didn't really fit it because she just looked like a normal belgian girl she looked like she
1: was 17 when she is
0: you remember last year when uh, you were interviewed for tv at laura tesoro's concert and they were like don't you think she's too young to do well in the competition what do you mean the only person who ever won for Belgium was thirteen years old. You're a bad interviewer if you don't know that.
1: But like you say, this is this is not the typical Eurovision stuff, and it grabs your it would have grabbed your attention. Um, and I think this will grab the attention of, of people watching Eurovision who aren't like the typical super into Eurovision crowd. Right. The way that. Uh, A Rhythm Inside grabbed people's attention. Rhythm
0: Inside was so good. It's not
1: quite the Rhythm Inside. It's not quite Love Injected because those were just very powerful. They were very big. Um, But then this this is going on that moody... Yeah, it's going on a different atmosphere, but one that might also make people go like, Ooh, you don't hear this every day in Eurovision. Let's let's vote for that. You
0: don't hear this every day outside of Eurovision. No, like, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm I'm
1: hoping for a reaction like that. But on the on the opposite end of the spectrum, people could say, "Well, this sounds like background music."
0: Yeah, it does. And
1: I'm not quite sure how people at large will react to this.
0: I think it's gonna depend on, on the live show. How she handles that.
1: I mean, there's some good concepts in the video—the the light and the mo- movement of light—that mm-hmm. could translate well to a live performance. I think it's called city lights, so there must be a light or a city aspect mm-hmm. to the performance. Otherwise, that title's a mess. <laughs> yeah, sure. You need, your performance at Eurovision needs to make sense with the title. If your title references an atmospheric idea.
0: Give me some examples. If your
1: song is called... If love was a crime, you don't need to have hearts on stage because love is just like a generic concept. But if your song is called City Lights, you want to see city lights or lights or a light element. If your song is called Time...
0: Then you're just going to need need that huge hourglass.
1: A huge hourglass on stage or prosthetic timers on your chest. You need a time element. If your song is called Time to Shine, you don't need to stand in a forest banging on drums. Thematically not related. (laughs) There's a reason why some of these songs work and some of these don't. If your song is called Play, you don't got to go to a Vegas casino. It's got nothing to do with it.
0: Well you do play games out of Vegas. I don't know know
1: what that word means. No but you know what I'm saying. Like you need you need the staging concept to 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 not be literal obviously, but to have like some kind of the song calls to mind city lights. It calls to mind that atmosphere of like a, a moody skyline. But that doesn't mean that I want her to have a skyline on stage on, like, the background. Because that's just like, oh, that's on the nose. There's a delicate balance. I'm not quite sure uh, what to do there. But I'm not a stage designer, so, you know, don't ask me.
0: But she she did um, definitely referencing some Belgian architecture, some Belgian art stuff. You definitely get that aesthetic that's very, you know, very grounded and normal. Yeah,
1: and I really like that. It feels real.
0: Yeah, because it's it's very inherent but also, to our culture. Yeah,
1: but also there is a there is a distance in the way that it's shot and there's an, an industrial feeling kind of and
0: I mean it's abandoned so that's like
1: Yeah it's the moody. abandoned buildings. It's very moody um, but I like it.
0: I, I really like it. It's very good.
1: I hope this does well and I think it should probably do pretty decent. This is this is this is high up uh, to the top for me as well. This is one of my Oh yeah. I think this is one of the one of the real good ones. That's it for this episode of the Eurovision Division podcast. Yes. uh, We're just wrapping up. Join us next time on the Eurovision Division podcast when we'll be talking about another song from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. You can find our podcast on SoundCloud and you can download it and subscribe to it on iTunes, on Stitcher, or wherever you find your quality podcasts. Go Belgium! Go Belgium!
0: Belgium.